Welcome to Yes Mother, a podcast where we cover the A&E series, Bates Motel. Today we are covering the season three finale, Unconscious. I'm Sue. I'm Em. Finale! that about finales they're sad but they're also exciting yep yep and yeah we'll just have to get into it i uh this one delivered it totally delivered i agree so all right well one matter of business we want to quickly take care of right now is that this is the episode we promised our little contest mm-hmm. where we have a few prizes um, for up for the winnings and um, we're going to it's uh, our contest this time is trivia questions and so we're going to save that for the end um, just in case there are those of you listening that don't give a crap <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to slog through the questions. Um, And we'll just get right into it instead. Yep. And again, the prizes are Emily did some, what, survey or something on the A&E website and won. Yeah, I I got one of those guest books that came with 50 pieces of fan art. Um, And she's willing to share. I am. I don't know what to do with them all. I'm going to save some and make like a print up on my wall kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. I might want them too. But... That's right. I'm going to share a few with Sue. <laughs> and then there's going to be quite a few left that would probably just sit in that reservation book forever. And so I thought I might as well share. Yeah. So you could win like, I don't know, like three or five of them or something. Yeah. And then we're also going to get some uh, Bates Motel merchandise that we've seen. Yes. So we'll announce more specific prizes during the season wrap up when we record that and actually announce the winners. But it'll probably be like we've seen some coffee mugs or some keychains. I really Just, have my eye on the keychains. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Especially so, since we have a hotel. <laughs> yep. So little things like that. So Yeah. So anyway, so we'll yeah, we'll do the trivia questions when we're done with the recap. Yeah. All right. So, should we just get right into feedback? May as well. Or comment cards. Comment cards. Indeed. All right. Our first one comes from Harold, who wrote this before the finale happened, and I see his feed. It says feedback for the finale, and I was like, what the bit? I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
until I read it. <laughs> and it says, My wife and I will be on vacation this week without the kids, so I won't be able to see the finale until next week. After we booked a cruise, I did a little calculating and realized that this was the week for the finales of Base Motel and Arrow and the last two episodes of Mad Men. Oh well, that is why God created the DVR and Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Harold. (laughs) Way to go, maybe not telling your wife that. (laughs) Yes, it's our little secret. (laughs) But that's awesome that you're on a cruise with your wife without the kids. That must be nice and relaxing. Sounds great. So here are my reactions to the finale. Plug in whatever fits. I laugh so hard that they all fit. I know. <laughs> Harold's got some weird voodoo. Yep. Okay. Here are his reactions. Oh my god, I can't believe Norman did that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Vera was totally awesome this week. Yep. <laughs> poor, poor Emma. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Bradley. I think he meant which one will die, but it's poor, poor both. Yep. Um. Bye bye, Blank. Bradley, Caleb, Bob Paris, where's parentheses, and it's all of them. All three. <laughs> More sandwiches? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Normaro lives? Yep. Harold. Uh, Thanks, Harold. Great well, job. Every single thing you put on there fitted. <laughs> it cracks me up so much. I know, I know, and I just love that. He said it in before even watching it. He just, <laughs> I just love his feedback. <laughs> uh, yep. I'm glad he sent that in. I'd be worried about him if he just disappeared at this oh, time. Oh, my gosh. We'd probably be, like, calling the police in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, good job, Harold, because we totally would have been calling the police. Hi, there's this guy named Harold. He's a lawyer. <laughs> Could you go find him, please? He lives somewhere in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> I think he might be in trouble. They're like, are you a relative? <laughs> no, but you see, we we do this podcast, and he always sends feedback. <laughs> and we haven't heard from him. <laughs> we know something's wrong. <laughs> funny but like a little bit true we probably would be kind of worried <laughs> totally would. So, so way to go harold yeah thank you <laughs> always you give us a heads that. up when you're going out of town so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, okay so our next one is from julia and she says, hi, guys, it's Julia again. Before I forget, could I maybe check into the Razor Clam room if there's a vacancy? <laughs> if not, I'm perfectly content here in the Dream Lover room. Uh, yes, I already moved you, Julia. <laughs> so, she says, anywho, thanks for checking me in, even if it is just in time for the finale. The season has bl- flown by. <laughs> This season has flown by so fast, and I can't believe it's over already. Here are my thoughts on this stellar episode. Norma has finally come to fruition with Norman's issues, but with the knowledge of where she and Norman end up in the movie, I'm afraid it's too little, too late. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, intensely curious about these next two seasons. I know, me too. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, I was a little surprised that Caleb did actually leave. I have conflicting feelings about him skipping town. I'm glad he's gone, but I'm super bummed for Dylan. Plus, he's a total... Parentheses censored. <laughs> I'll put an a hole. Um, <laughs> <or, laughs> we're leaving Dylan to deal with the fallout of the messy creative with Chick. Yes, totally. Yeah. I agree. Um, Bradley is sorry was a spoiled brat, and I'm glad she's dead for real this time. <laughs> Dylan and Emma. Enough said. <laughs> Uh, glad to see Norma and Romero kind of patch things up a little in this episode. And even though we don't get any good Romero scenes, I love that they ended the season on good terms. I think their little scene outside the motel office was a pretty good Romero scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, the more I watched it and watched their expressions and was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, we can get into it, but. You know, the first thing he says is, I'm not here to apologize. So I was just like, why are you here? <laughs> yep. Then he ends up apologizing, like... <laughs> <laughs> he just had to make some sort of statement like that. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, Bob is dead. <laughs> states the fact, yes, he is. <laughs> Um, Romero just got 100 times awesomer. Not a real word, but it works for him. Totally. Yep, Batmaned it up. He totally did. Got one more Romero Batman. Batman Romero scene. Yep. Batmero. (laughs) (laughs) Roman. (laughs) I think Batmero works better. Yes. Bro, man. (laughs) Um, Let's see. He says, Norman and sort of Norma dumped Bradley's body in her car. Called it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It wasn't me. It was you. (laughs) (laughs) I just called it two seconds before reading every sentence you wrote. (laughs) Um, the last five minutes of this episode were the psychoist moments or psychoist minutes of the whole series. I can't wait for season four. Yeah, a couple of really good psycho stuff going on. Ooh, yeah. And uh, she says, oh, Bip, I just remembered Chick is still alive. Yay. Okay, now I'm excited for season four. <laughs> release the chicken. Get it? Like, release the kraken, <laughs> except it's chicken. <laughs> Hashtag stupid joke. Ha ah, Sorry you had to hear that. Till next year, Julia. <laughs> What's the Kraken? At least the Kraken. Um, it's from Conan the Barbarian, I think. Oh. It's... Yeah. I... It's vaguely familiar, but yeah, I certainly have never seen Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, I'm quite sure it's from that movie. Let's see. Yeah. 
And I don't know. I it's been a long time since I saw that movie. I loved it. I am totally delighted they left the chick storyline open. Yes. That's a big thread. I mean, shows drop crap and the show has dropped some stuff, but there's no way they can't drop this. This was way too big. Way too big. So even though I was kind of bummed there was no chick yeah. in this episode. It made me happy to think, well, then he's going to be in season four. <laughs> right. This was a kind of an extended episode, but only by a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. It could easily have been extended another half hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would have been awesome. Oh, well. I just hope it's not one of those things where they just, like, take care of the chick's story in the first episode of season four. Right, to just be like, well, we just got to close that out. We got to close that out, yeah. I hope it's... They got to play with that character. He's fantastic. So, So, yeah. So, thanks, Julia. And, yeah, I moved you from the Dream Lover room into the Razor Clan room. The Blarty with the Chance of Meatballs room is still open. (laughs) And... I did come up with another name. I thought another room could be called Juno's Lair. <laughs> <laughs> Creep sauce. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Absolutely. And that could be like our total pet friendly room. Like, Oh, yeah. That. I actually came up with a few um, Normero themed rooms, if anyone wants Oh, yeah? To write in and stay in an Omero room. What do you have? All right. Um, the Your Beautiful Room. It comes equipped with hangover supplies. <laughs> but what, watch what you say in that room. It could make you blurt out stuff. Um, there's the I Hate You Room, a.k.a. the I Love You Room. <laughs> There's That's for the couples the... that are just trying to work it out. They've got one last work it out weekend. Right. <laughs> Before they either divorce, break up, or stay together. Totally the rom-com room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there's a little sign over the bed that says, so what? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there's the... Um... <laughs> I feel safe when you're around room. Romero may or may not have a special peephole into that room. <laughs> so, you know, just use discretion in there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, this one is a work in progress. I'm, I went through, I went through thinking in my brain about, as you can probably tell at this point, about famous Nomero seeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the rooms is Norma's first aid station. <laughs> well, the next thing we open should just be like a B&B that just called the Romero Inn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all those room names can be like, this is what the story's going to be. <laughs> Yes, and there's um, free laundry service to all. <laughs> yes. 
by Norma herself. Norma's going to come in your room, pick up the laundry off your floor, and do it for you, and then throw it in your face when you tell her that she shouldn't have done that. Yes. <laughs> we have a very interesting housekeeper in that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Those are what I came up with. I really think that we should open up the Romero Inn and have every room named after something like that. <laughs> Done. Because <laughs> one of the names at the regular B&B could be the pit. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and there's <laughs> the sad little fence and <laughs> sign up on the wall. <laughs> Doesn't look like a swimming pool. (laughs) (laughs) Could be one of those rooms that has like a kiva, like a little with like pillows and stuff. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Enough B and B business. Yep. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Well, yep. Thanks again, Julia. Thank you. All right, next we have Becca, and it starts out with, does the dilemma dance of joy? (laughs) I'm glad the show delivered this small shred of happiness. Emma got new lungs and a sweet hot guy. When they kissed, I made a sound only dogs could hear. I'm going to live in denial about anything bad happening to them in the future. (laughs) Nice place to be, Becca. (laughs) Yep. You just ride that. (laughs) You just stay there. The Normero scene was very good. It's a small step towards reconciliation. I find I found Romero killing Bob kind of anticlimactic because of how much we've discussed it. It was just like, yeah, well, of course this is happening. <laughs> kind of like the Bradley scene, too. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. We were like, yep, yep, next. <laughs> yep, I kept waiting during that whole time. When is no, When is Romero going to grab his gun and shoot him? Because you knew it was coming. Right. And then, yeah. I was sad to not see a pit involved, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know he wouldn't have said you dug your own pit. (laughs) Right. I can't believe they didn't do that. (laughs) It was such a good idea. (laughs) I like... The fact that the pit was simply, now we know, it was just Bob messing with her. I know. And I love that. So that helped a lot. By having no bodies end up at the pit, it was it was just Bob having fun. And that was awesome. Psychological yeah. torture. Psychological warfare. Yes. And that just, that made Bob more awesome. <laughs> Um, she goes on to say, I thought the scene where Norma told Norman that he needed help was very good. She was doing a really good job until she let it slip that he was going to be living somewhere else. I almost feel like Norman would have been open to real therapy or doctor's visits until that point. Yeah, it, it would throw anyone into a panic. Totally. And she, you know, who's to say that he didn't just need to get on the right meds? That's what I've been saying every once in a while. Like, it seems like this is something that could possibly be managed. 
Maybe. Just through the right meds, some therapy, you know. I think she's, you know, jumping the gun a little bit, although that is totally in line with her character, so. Makes sense. But it's sad. Um. I never thought we'd see Norma knocking Norman out and dragging him to the cellar. Yeah, really. If who would have like won that bet? No one. No one. <laughs> it was awesome. I was worried for Dylan when Norma sent him down there. Yeah, boy, that would have surprised everyone if Dylan had been killed in that scene. I was totally worried about it because they had their kiss. It could have so happened. Yep. Yep. I was. There was a couple times I really kind of worried for Dylan's life in this episode. You and that was one ready. of them. Nope. Um, I can't say I'm sorry Bradley's dead. It was really creepy to see Mother take over and kill her, though. I wonder how much of this Norman is going to remember. It's hard for me to make any predictions because that's such a huge factor. Yes, the U.S. version of the return got real weird by the end of the season. (laughs) (laughs) So did the French one. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, I don't think Norman's going to remember any of it. I don't know. Um... I think he's going to... Now, we saw an interesting thing in this episode. Uh, so. Well, what I mean is, I think he's going to remember his mom doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's sure. what I mean. I don't think he's going to remember him doing it as his mom. Oh, no. And he's yeah. not going to know he's doing it until, I don't know, if right. he ever does. I mean. Right. Till after the total break in uh, the Psycho movie. Right. Um, yeah yeah I'll discuss the weird mother stuff (laughs) when we get to it anyway the returned I'll wait and try and hear what people said about the overall season if I like what I hear I don't know I may I may if it comes on Netflix or something. If it comes on Netflix or Amazon and it's real easy to to watch like during the summer or something. I'll 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 probably watch it. I probably will have it really background for the first like 5 or so cuz like I said, it was really tough to watch it being so scene by scene. Right. Close to the French one and I just thought the French one was better. Well, I, I will say, I did notice that a few weeks ago when I was getting onto A&E's website to watch the latest baits, and, you know, they had like a picture or clip or something of the returned, and I saw Jeremy Sisto. I didn't know he was in it, and I like him. Is he the guy that was in Clueless and Six Feet Under? He's in Six Feet Under. He plays like, really? um, yeah, the okay. kind of crazy brother. Yeah, he's Ethan and Clueless. Oh, I I think I saw Clueless. I don't remember. But 
I kind of like him. I've seen him in a couple other things that. Yeah, I know. He so. was actually the most intriguing thing to see right. him on there. Right. So I was like, oh, he's in it. Well, there, there ups my chance of watching it then. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we'll see. If we do, we'll talk about it on what we've been watching. Oh yeah, I'm sure we will. Did did you know? Did you see what part he plays? Nope. He's the uh, psychiatrist that uh, is the replacement or boyfriend of the mother of the girl. Kind of the main family. The girl. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Oh, okay. You know the girl. No, I, know <laughs> I think the first girl we see getting off the bus or whatever. Right, right. Okay. I and there's a psychiatrist, and they had gotten divorced, and so she's dating the psychiatrist now that they go to, like, the group thing. Right, right. He, he plays that guy. Gotcha. So, you know, a big part. He's a that is a pretty big part. Very major. Yep. Interesting. He's playing a psychiatrist after a six-feet understand. Yes. But okay. Hey, we just got another feedback. She's calling it a failure, but little does she know we're reading feedback right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will go on to the next one, but thanks, Becca. Um, the next one is from Elizabeth, and she says. It's actually called... It's called A Meditation on Episode Titles. <laughs> I read that and I'm like, those are going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> she says, Sue and M, M and Sue. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been able to write in. I've been so incredibly busy at work that I have fallen behind in even watching the show and therefore have not been able to send my thoughts or really participate due to my spoiler phobia. Who can I see about that? <laughs> I don't know, Elizabeth, but can I call your boss and say, listen. <laughs> There's just 10 weeks in the year she needs. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are overworking, Elizabeth, at a very crucial time. Because <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> it might be something like a doctor's note, but it's a little too little too late. <laughs> yep. Uh, she says, I actually haven't been able to watch the last two episodes, but what the bip. This is becoming people's word. I love it. I know. <laughs> um, I'm not going to let that stop me. I have the episode titles, and I'm going to leave feedback for what I imagine the episodes were about. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Wow, this episode sure was crazy. It had lots of crazy people doing crazy things. Can you believe how crazy it was? So crazy. (laughs) It was so crazy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like when we found out that Emma was only getting close to Dylan to get close to Chick. Whoa, crazy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Emma and Chick. (laughs) That would be awesome. Chick with anyone. I just want to see. crazy. Apparently he's got a wife. I need to meet her. (laughs) I know. Next season, please. Uh, She says, or when Norman dressed as Norma, went down to the Arcanum Club to try to get all the detailed blueprints for the pool. And of course, copies of any required permits needed for the city as well as the environmental impact report, fencing options, and estimated completion date from Bob (laughs) Harris. Pretty crazy. Bob sure thought so. (laughs) (laughs) She says, any Bradley, wow, that was some crazy stuff she did. (laughs) Betting she meant and a Bradley. Oh, and Bradley. She might have been a victim of autocorrect. Gotcha. (laughs) 
Um, then she says for un unconscious. If you had told me I'd like an episode where Norma gets knocked unconscious by falling into the pit in the first five minutes and we and we spend the rest of the episode watching Norman watch her laying there unconscious, I'd have said, Till your own ass, ma'am, I would not. <laughs> I would have been so very wrong. What an elegant elegiac? Is that like elegy? What an elegy. Wow, that one's that's a college word. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's quite the word, Elizabeth. Okay. You got. You what got... an elegiac, thoughtful meditation on family life, death, and human existence. Yeah, it's got to be like a derivative of like elegy. Yeah. I would think it'd be like elegiatic, though. I'm looking it up. She might have just meant elegant and was a victim of autocorrect again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, it's like we were Norman. I get it all now. If this were the last episode of the series, I would feel complete. Compelling stuff. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elizabeth, thank you for sending in feedback on two episodes you haven't even watched. And still be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these fans we got. We got people even writing in that didn't even see it. I love it. <laughs> you guys are awesome. We are the best fans. Elegiac. <laughs> Especially of a work of art having a mournful quality. Man, pulling out the college words. Thanks, Elizabeth. I learned something new today. Totally. Huh. Of a mournful quality. Especially of a work of art. Sweet. Okay. I'm going to find a way to fit that into every day <laughs> <laughs> I'd usually for that situation use the term melancholy gotcha but that word's better <laughs> although I like the term melancholy okay it's very the cure <laughs> <laughs> okay um, next we heard from Carrie. Yay! Yay, Carrie. Carrie! Um, she promised weeks and weeks and weeks ago that she would send in feedback for the season finale, and she delivered, and we're pleased. Yep. Okay, she says, Hi, Sue, M, and guests. Well, the season has come to an end. I only wish it was a better one. Yes, I have more bad than good comments on this one. To me, it felt like they spent most of the episode setting up Season 4, Episode 1. Interesting. I was just starting to like Caleb, and they have him leave? Not cool. Yeah, he was kind of a bonehead, but it was awesome to see him sharing scenes with Opie from Sons of Anarchy again. Caleb was in Season 3 of that show. While I like Opie's character, he will always be Opie to me, they needed to flesh out his story. I did... <clears throat> I did love Norma and Romero. This was their season. They should have skipped the nerdy shrink teacher and focused on Normero. Wow, when he had her up against the wall, I was sure she was going to say, Alex, is that a Pistol River pocket cover in your pocket? <laughs> 
Were you just glad to see me? <laughs> oh, Carrie. Over that it was like barely mentioned in one episode <laughs> last season, but we loved it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! <laughs> we... Oh man, <laughs> it wasn't a gopher. <laughs> <laughs> He was just happy to see her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The Arcanum Club was dot 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 odd. Oh, I couldn't get that word out. Odd. I don't know if we needed Bob Paris or not. Oh, we needed him. (laughs) We needed Bob Paris. (laughs) We needed him so much. (laughs) And now he's now that he's not alive, that ends that storyline. I did like Norma's attempt to get into the club, but didn't know the password. Uh, I wanted her to say, the password is password, and then do that tongue click that she does. She improves every season. So great. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, she just stared at the invitation up and down. (laughs) That's going to give her some clue. (laughs) Um, I'm getting scared of the show. I didn't, I don't want it to end up like Lost, or as I call it, the show that was, that I was in love with for six years, and then it broke my heart. (laughs) They basically showed us Norman's split psyche, so what is left for the next two seasons? Norman killing women, and his Norma side telling him it's okay? I hope they have some surprises in store, or it could get very stale. I, oh, you know. Here's where I stand. It has improved every Bippin season by kind of a lot to me. Mm -hmm. I agree. Their actors are so good, and the writing has been really well done. I just... I'm going to trust them. I am too. And there's only two seasons left, so it's not like we have this open-ended, where is this going to go? So, and I really think they can still do some very interesting things with, with Norman's split psyche and, because they did, they pulled such a genius move this season that we'll get into when we start recapping that has to do with Bradley that I just think was so freaking genius that it's going to make next season, I think, really good yeah and there is one thing we have left that I'm excited for and that is for the cross dressing I mean that's gold that's gold material that is that is (laughs) yep and yeah no I I wouldn't be scared don't be scared don't be scared Carrie (laughs) it's gonna be okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Let, let the mama bears tuck you in. <laughs> yeah, we're tucking you in. You get to share the bed with Spike and Romero and Don Draper for the next little while. <laughs> Just remember, Carrie, no hanky-panky in the mama bear bed. That's right. And it's... that is a very tall order with Spike and Don Draper. There. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie. <laughs> So that bed is strictly for Emily tucking you in and maybe bringing you some water. <laughs> there is a sign up. No hanky pinky in no the mama bear pinky. bed. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> she writes, Who the hell is Eric? Still nothing on that. Carrie, I think it's time to let Eric go. <laughs> we had to let him go. We just, I just chalk him up as someone who worked for Gil. Yeah, what's his face mentioned him? Or just, her dad. It was her he, dad. That, her dad, he said. That's right. Oh, he works for me. <laughs> and Mr. Ford. It, yeah, it took a while, but I finally decided, yep. He wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was intriguing because it really sounded like a an ex-boyfriend or a stalker or, or something, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think he was just someone that was like a henchman for her dad, Nick Ford. Yep, I, they, they didn't satisfactorily explain why she was utterly terrified on the phone with him. Right. I mean, she was shakingly terrified. Well, she was dating someone from the other drug family, though, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So it had, to do, it had to be that. Some threat. I just, I don't know. I guess Nick Ford had regrets, and that was what it was, is regrets, because she was dead, that he never got to, like, reconcile. So she must have been really scared of the, thinking that her dad would kill her for it. Right. But... I don't know, the Nick Ford we met seemed to be, like, just sad and regretful that his daughter was dead. But that's because she probably died. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, don't don't lose any more sleep about Eric, Carrie. Just, just, just go to sleep in the mama bear bed. <laughs> Can you bring you some water? <laughs> yourself <laughs> um, okay who the heck cares about Bradley no one <laughs> did we need her back just to offer a couple of episodes later I really didn't get that um, I think I'll I might be able to I've got in my head I've got a little explanation yeah, sounds like Sue's got some good Bradley stuff up her sleeve. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not like groundbreaking. Get ready, people. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. Now you're all insecure about your <laughs> Yep, totally. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Um, I actually learned a few things because I listened to the AfterBuzz thing because they had Carrie Aaron on. Oh, she, did they? Um, Twittered 
she tweeted something about that, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch that. I mean, I'm going to listen to that. <clears throat> and she uh, actually said that they had different plans. I think the situation was going to end up the same, but it was going to be earlier in the season, but um, the actress threw a wrench in that by doing Transformers, and so they kind of rewrote things and then they ended up happy that that was the ending of the season instead of I'm it sounded to me like they were going to do this maybe midway and then deal with some of the after stuff through the rest of the season oh, I, I they, like the way it happened me too and yeah. they did too by the end but they did have some different things planned so I think that was a little maybe a little of your problem with it was explained that they kind of had to. They didn't have a choice because that's all they could have for the actress. Gotcha. Because of the movie. But, um, yeah, it. I I think that's a little fair. I don't think anyone cares, but and it did seem like they brought her back just to kill her, but I was just so glad that they killed her that all is forgiven. <laughs> yep. And we knew it would happen. I mean, we had it, we had called Oh, that's Rob. Oh. Um. Sorry, he only gets internet every once in a while. I hope we don't have to pause this. <laughs> um. All right, whatever. Yeah. If you need to, we can. I mean, he's in smaller. <laughs> <laughs> He has to, he gets internet an hour at a time and it's really expensive. So we'll see. Uh Okay. Emma and Dylan. Okay, I guess. Not that exciting. Um I know I'm being harsh, but this is season three. Things need to start escalating and coming around for a wrap up. All in all it was okay. The season as a whole did flow well, but just not an, not a big enough bang at the end. I'm a fan, though, and we'll watch until the end. Boy, Carrie, we're just... We could almost hardly be more opposite <laughs> <laughs> in our opinions. Yeah, season three is my favorite so far. Mine, too. Um, yeah, the Emma and Dylan stuff, I agree, is not that exciting, so to say. But I think it could there's still we still haven't seen norman's reaction to this yeah and he might not react well he could just be like whatever or yeah, he could freak you know he could see it as a total betrayal from two people that he considers family you know well one is family mm-hmm. so it could get exciting it totally could. Uh, what I, it's really interesting to think about where they go next because he's so far down the rabbit hole right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that it's like, how can they possibly do twenty more episodes? But what if what if Norma gets him on some medication or something? Right. You know, like next season we could have like a fairly normal Norma, I mean Norman, and like a Bradley without her tubes. 
Well, according to my little theory, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there right now. <laughs> okay. Because it's just coming up too much. So, <laughs> so Norma and Norman have that conversation on the staircase where he's saying, I'm going to go meet Bradley, you know, and Norma is like, Bradley's dead. She committed suicide, you know, and he's like, no, I talked to you about it. And then Norma finds out just a little while later that night from Dylan that Bradley really is alive. Um, actually, she's not dead. Right. <laughs> that was hilarious. So to me, Norma is going to think her son isn't as bad off as she thought. Because something that she thought he was hallucinating actually was true. Oh. See Although that? that was only like the last bit of the last episode. Right, but which you means think in maybe... season four, maybe Norma kind of steps away from being so intent on getting Norman some help because he's not as crazy as she thought he was because Bradley really was alive. See what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe she's not going to be so intent on getting him some help and medication, and she's like, she's just going to be like, Norman is, well, I was wrong. He was right. You know, Bradley was alive. He's not crazy. Yeah, and she'll be doing a little song and dance around Romero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you see what I mean? That's why I think it was just genius to bring that in like that and yeah, and have Norma be like, no, she's dead. And he's like, no, she's alive. I'm going to go meet her. And then Dylan's like, yeah, she's alive. I, I dropped her off at the bus station. So that makes Norma think, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. Maybe he doesn't need a place like Pineview. Maybe. Well, Norma's going to have to do some pretty fancy thinking to get me to <laughs> <laughs> accept the fact that she can accept the fact that it's okay that he thinks he's her and talks. And <laughs> well, there's that. There is that. But and she's you know how Norma will just people. Norma will just take something and run with it. This is gonna be a little bit of information that she's gonna run with, I think. Well that's where I say she's gotta do some fancy thinking. <laughs> 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 and I have no doubt she could. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's interesting. I like the way that they did it. And Yeah, that is I didn't think of that. <clears throat> And with him dumping her car in the water, no one's going to know that he did that. Yeah, except my theory is that the first ten minutes of season four is going to be dumped Romero them. finding that car, <laughs> <laughs> pulling it out of the lake. <laughs> very uh, psycho-like at the very end. Yeah, but are they going to be looking for it? I mean... Because who's going to report but, her missing? Well, remember the hand that just came? Oh, I have a little something about that. Yeah, but they knew Keith Summers was missing. And they had found his car, like, near Norma's property. They were looking for Keith Summers. Okay, but there's a big thing out there. Um, Bradley broke into her mom's house. No gloves. They're going to investigate. They're going to find fingerprints. And I bet her fingerprints were on file because she was missing. Well, I don't know. Did they have her fingerprints on file? They're going to say, um, those are your daughter's fingerprints. Um, 
But she didn't go missing. She committed suicide and left a note. But there was no body. Yeah, but still, I don't think that's considered a missing person. If there's a note and there's clothes near water, I think they just assume, you know, they probably looked for the body for a little while, but I don't think they declare him as a missing person. The only thing, I mean, maybe she got fingerprinted when she got put in the mental home. Would they fingerprint you there? Like as just some sort of identification type thing. Good, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I've had it done because, like, it was a school thing that they took my kids' fingerprints for just possible missing persons. Yeah, I think that's and... something that started in recent years. Oh. I don't know how far back that goes. But these are kind of young kids, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there that I thought of that. I watched her, the you know, the last time I watched it, I saw her open the door and run out of the house, and I'm like, she right, because left they're... fingerprints all over, and right. they're going to fingerprint because that was a major break-in. And it's going to be a crazy huge mystery. Those were Bradley's fingerprints. Dum, dum, dum. How can my daughter, who's been dead... <laughs> <laughs> Leave fingerprints and break into my house. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to go straight to Norman. And Norma. And by they, I mean Sheriff Romero. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> In the midst of all these theories, I'm going to finish Carrie's. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> By the way, I'm halfway through radiation, and it's going okay. Smiley face. Yay. Yay, that's good to hear, Carrie. Yeah, glad it's going okay. Smiley face. Instead of going dot 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 okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um... She says, I heard on another episode that you may do a Twin Peaks rewatch. I've never tried that one. It looked really creepy. But I'm game for that. Even though I crapped out on Buffy and Angel. Sorry. I will jump back in for Buffy 6 and 7. Well, you better be jumping back in quick. (laughs) (laughs) Season 6 is here and now. Yeah. And I still say, I mean... What better time than to plow through Angel, Carrie, than when you're on radiation and probably doing a little relaxing. There you go. I I cannot say anything to spoil Sue, but I think you'll be pleased by the end of season five if you watch that show. There's, there's stuff there <laughs> that will please you. <laughs> Something very specific. Say no more. Okay. <laughs> um, then she says, another great podcast season, ladies. It was a blast. Smiley face, smiley face. Take care and chill your own ass, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Good to hear from you. Please check in before next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us how it's going. If If you need me to make a spreadsheet for your radiation treatments, just let me know. <laughs> And I'll send you one. 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, another reason why she she's just got a lot of stuff going on. Maybe, maybe season three just, you know, just wasn't her thing. Season three? Of Bates. Oh, yeah. You know, when you got some not so great things going on in your life, it tends to, you know, kind of put a damper on a lot of other things, you know? That's true. So that could be part of it too. And maybe in a few years when you're like, Five years cancer-free and everything's going great. And the radiation has left your mind and your body. Yep. And poisoning it with not liking season three. <laughs> yep. Maybe you'll rewatch season three and go like, this was awesome. Bob Paris was the coolest. He was the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, Carrie, good to hear from you. Yep. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. So... All right. Our next one is from Iggy. And she says, oh, her her email or comic card is titled, Bye, Bradley. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, Funko left. Great line by Norma about disappointment, except I think Dylan shrugged it off because he probably knows what disappointment is, like with his relationship with Norma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, does Funkle ever shower or wash his face? <laughs> Hashtag goodbye, Stinky. <laughs> um, Emma looked terrified. I would be too. It feels good to know she may live, and now she has Dylan for support. Hashtag dilemma, dilemma forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, that Emma stuff, that was sad, because... It's like one of those things that you'd probably wish for your whole life, and then when it's reality, it's so scary. So scary, yeah. Seemed very true to life. Totally, especially when she says, you know, right now, I, it's not eminent, and I can control it, kind of, you know. And right, just, but she has taken a turn for the worse. She has. But yeah, if you get a transplant and your body rejects them, that's... That's scary stuff. Yeah. Uh, She says, why did I think Norma walked into the Arcanum Club at first? The cost of the mental house is so much. Norma and head Norma need to get together and put Norman into free treatment. State penitentiary. (laughs) 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 Um, Bradley, she is such a waste of time. Hashtag golf club maniac. <laughs> of course, her death and Bob's death are a good payback for all the trouble they caused. Yeah, but I would rather have seen her pay for the big drug war that she caused and the crushing of the town's economy over Craig Norman killing her. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. would have been nice to have a Bradley Dillon scene where he, like, yes, upset her by, like, letting loose on what she did. I was really hoping for that and kind yeah. of pumped that we didn't see that. I was really hoping that she would she would somehow see Dillon and think that he'd be happy to see her. And instead, he's just like, you, 
you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so much better oh, than the so scene bad. of her trashing her house. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, okay, Dylan and Emma finally make out. I love her hoodie, and I love how cute Dylan's face was after they kissed. <laughs> I just want to squeeze them both and make bubbles with her oxygen tank. <laughs> 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 Hashtag Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I believe Romero killing Bob was to protect Norman and Norma. Uh, 100% yes. Yep. (laughs) He is indeed with Norma, and he also felt part of the family. Family of misfits, LOL. (laughs) Norma (laughs) confessing how she can't help Norman was finally something I wanted to hear. Very well acted by Vera. Hope she wins an award. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that little, I was like, Emmy moment. (laughs) I hadn't actually, um... Neat. Um, <clears throat> where was I going? Oh, I heard a neat little tweet by Carrie Aaron today or yesterday where someone asked her if if um, Romero being sat at the head of the table during the family dinner scene was on purpose. And Carrie's like, oh, 100% yes. Oh, cool. So, um... It was a very interesting seating arrangement. Like, very, like, thought out, I thought. Yeah. Oh, she, Carrie Aaron said, very much on purpose. Nice. So, it was, I guess, symbolic that he may sit head of the family someday. Hee <laughs> <laughs> And then he gets poisoned. <laughs> I know, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she says a smile on Norma's face at the end of the Normero convo was a flash of hope hashtag Normero lives on Um, she says Romero's first name is Alex lol I have been horrible with names lately hashtag bang bang you're dead Bob (laughs) Uh, yeah it's Alex Um, she says, I'm going to end my comment card with this tweet. Holy moly, at Vera Formiga, mother, what have you done? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool line. Um, good finale. I don't know if we will ever have sweet Norman back again. Yeah. The, yeah, like I said, the fate of Norm. Oh. I don't know. We kind of thought that at the end of season two, though, and we got... Some this I don't know. Yeah, we got all the spooning at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> so many cuddles. <laughs> now he's just gonna be cuddling with air. <laughs> we'll probably see it off and on. Like we'll see it with Vera, and then she'll be gone, and it'll just be him. <laughs> <laughs> Spooning alone. <laughs> um, she says, thank you for all the laughs and breaking down the episodes and for including me in your group. I know we are all having fun. I really do look forward to the podcast, having brownies with googly eyes, watching shows that scare the crap out of me, and most of all, being part of the B&B slash motel residence. I sleep well at night and towels are always available. Sincerely, your resident B&B guest, Iggy. 
Oh, thanks, Ziggy. Well, thanks, Ziggy. We are so glad that you found your way to us. We've really enjoyed having you part of the group, too. It's been, yep. it's been a lot of fun. You've been a great addition. Yep. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> the one that we got from Candy while we were reading these. It's another. I haven't watched it yet, but here's oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. it up. <laughs> okay, so we got a comment card from Candy as we were reading comment cards. It says, hey, y'all. I've had a hectic couple of weeks and haven't seen the last two episodes, so no feedback yet. Will there be a wrap-up podcast? Yes. Yep. But probably not till the end of June. So. Yeah, it's going to be. Look for that later. Yeah. We've got some Buffy business to do <laughs> that's pressing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big thing planned um, that is time-sensitive. Okay, um, thanks for checking me in at the B&B. The Maybe This Time room is beautiful, and the piano is such a nice touch. Drusilla and the resident cat made fast friends. <laughs> 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 Did we name our cat? Nope. <laughs> Ooh, there's <laughs> some rich thought there. <laughs> I'll send my thoughts once I'm able to watch. So anxious. Enjoy, Candy. We enjoyed it. Um, chillin' with brownies candy. <laughs> nice. Thanks again. Guess if you saw the episode or not, we appreciate your feedback. <laughs> yep. And if you missed us this time, as we say, if you want to send feedback, just send it in. We'll read it. We're doing a wrap-up podcast, and you'll have plenty of time to catch up. Yep. We're going to do a full season recap. I'm planning on... Like doing a major rewatch. I've got them still all on the DVR, and I'm gonna watch them all like in a couple days. Do one of those big marathons before we record, and it'll be so fun to watch it, knowing the end. You know, you know how that is. Yep. So I'm gonna do that. Um, we did kind of get one more comment card on Facebook from Catherine, our sister, Legata. Cause I, oh, that's right. You would put on the Facebook, you know, we're recording Wednesday night, and then I put a thing on today going, the comic card bag is feeling a little light. You've got about seven hours to get them in. And Catherine did a a comment on that comment. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she goes, forgot. All I can think about is how Normero's scene at the motel made me full on cry. And this great quote from Norma, generally people will disappoint. You can't let it kill you. Oh, and Norman as Norma pulling Bradley out of the car. He's been on the receiving end of that sort of behavior before. <laughs> Made me kind of giggle. Loved how Alex lured Bob out of his house so that he could kill him himself. I'll say more if I think of it. And then her next comment is, oh, geez, I can't believe I just did that as a comment. I'm supposed to email comment cards. Uh, just disregard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are actually very open to leaving feedback on sure. either of those threads yeah. or... So, yeah, no, it's no problem, Cap. Yeah. So, thanks. I, too, loved Romero luring Bob away. I know exactly what he was doing when he did it, and I was so excited. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> because 
I'd like to consider that a theory of mine, although it's a theory everyone had. <laughs> but I did come up with it myself. <laughs> that he was going to kill Bob in this episode just for Norma. Yep. And, oh yeah, that's totally, totally what he did. Well, thanks everyone. And yeah, send in. Send in more. We'll we'll read it at the season wrap up in a few weeks. So, yippers. Cool. All right. Well, we will be doing a season three wrap up in a few weeks. Yeah, we are going to do that. And um, I was discussing some things on Twitter with some people. <laughs> some Twitter followers and it was brought to me the idea of doing a Normaro introspective <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and you know through the seasons at this point and I brought it up with Sue and we are on board yep so we're penciling that in in between um, well, not in between. We're going to do a season wrap-up, and we're going to do Psycho 4. And then we'll be doing our Normaro introspective. So. Yeah, so we have a few. Probably early summerish, sometime. Yep. Early to mid, perhaps. We'll see how long it takes us to get to it. Yeah, and Emily <laughs> and I will announce on Facebook and on Twitter and stuff like a little bit before, you know, maybe a week or so before we do the actual recording, just in case you want to send some feedback in. Or if you want to just start sending it in in the next couple of weeks, we'll just hang on to it. Yeah, and if you girls, I assume you're all girls, <laughs> but all your pictures are Normaro shipping pictures, <laughs> <laughs> then um, if you want, if you really do want a guest, we can work that out. Um, but we'll just need some We'll need to work it out. Yep. We're pretty flexible with recording times and whatnot. And anyway, we'll try and make it happen. If you want to. Um, and the email address is yesmotherpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. We, you will hear back from us. We have started um, a Sue Watches Buffy podcast, which... It is kind of dead right now. I need to figure out what's going on with that. Uh-huh. Get it up and running, especially now. But um, other than that, you will hear from us every once in a while. We're not going to be dead and gone until next season starts, which actually hasn't been officially announced yet. Right, right. Um, I was thinking one thing to fill the space on the Yes Mother would be, it might be kind of fun to do like... Um, one of the Walking Dead podcasts I listen to, kind of when it's off season, they'll do actor spotlights, and they'll watch like a couple movies or, oh sure, yeah, you know, like we'll watch a couple things that Vera Farmiga's been in and talk about those. Maybe a couple, you know, Freddie Highmore. Yeah, and we would do like a, just a what we've been watching every three months or so, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of check in. Although we usually combine it with a psycho movie, which we're running out of, but we do have two more. 
Right, because we're going to do Psycho 4 and then the made-for-TV movie Bates Motel. Right. So, so yeah, we'll keep we'll keep you updated. Yep. Keep us on your feed if if you're interested in other stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we'll, we won't be strangers. Yeah, we're not going to just go dead for the next almost year. <laughs> and whether you've seen Buffy or not, um, we're a good podcast because... We're spoiler free because Sue's watching it for the first time. So if you've always been curious, mm-hmm. be a good time to watch Buffy. Some good shipping going on there. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a distraction from <laughs> Normero. Yep. <laughs> so. And that's, that's good. Yep. It's been a fun season. Thanks for all the feedback. It's been fun meeting some new listeners for this season. And, and yeah, thanks for sticking around. Yeah, it's fun seeing our little podcast, <laughs> our little podcast grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've, you know, been kind of under the radar and we're the little guys. There's definitely the only other one out there is super big and giant and they get all the good stars to interview with them and we wouldn't even know how to go about asking or we wouldn't even know what to do if one of them did come on we'd be like uh right yeah they've got some cred i mean they've got like isn't the woman that like runs that network isn't she like a person on extra or one of those oh yeah they're a juggernaut yeah there's no and we've never even tried <laughs> we i don't know i don't even i don't need to be one of those podcasts where we get so many listeners that they start being weird and right uncontrollable we don't need that nope. we like to keep it small absolutely so if you find us great <laughs> we're a little family and i like it that way i don't know i just look at like slash film cast their their listeners are such dickheads <laughs> All I do, if I see any comments from them on Twitter or something, I just think, ugh, I'm so glad we're not that big that we have, like, this listenership that are just Mm. (laughs) (laughs) D-bags. We like our little family. (laughs) All right. So, all right. Well... Contest? Contest. So what we have are 15 trivia questions, all season three related. And then we have two bonus questions. And the way it works is for every for every question you get right, you get a raffle ticket, we're calling it. <laughs> so out of the 15, if you only answer like two of them right, You'll get two raffle tickets. You're not going to get docked anything for having a wrong answer. Right. Our first manifestation of this is you had to get 100%, but we changed it. Right. Didn't we first say you have to get 100%? That was kind of our first thing, and then we were like, no, because we wanted to put some tougher ones in there, and we thought, that's not fair. If they know nine and get one wrong, they can't. They should still have a chance. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought that was mean. So, yeah, you get one raffle ticket for every answer you get right. And then we have two bonus questions that are more about me and Emily, nothing to do with Bates. So, um, 
Do you have the trivia questions up? Do you want us to go back and forth, or do you just want yeah. me to read them all? Or I've got them. Let's just do back and forth. And we will provide a hard copy of this. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll even put a link, if I could figure it out, on the blog. Um, and we'll also post it on Facebook. So you can actually read them and see them, so you don't have to keep like listening to our podcast to like, okay, now this one. <laughs> right, right. So we'll have a hard copy of that for you guys. Or even if you wanted to shoot us an email, we can send you a copy too. Absolutely. Yep. So... Okay, so these are the questions. I'll start with the first one, then you can go next, and then I'll go. Okay. Um, so the first question is, what class did Norma take at the college? Two, what is the name of Gunner's dog? Uh, three, what kind of car did Norma trade her Mercedes in for? Four, what female name does Caleb call his van? Uh, five. How many feet deep is the pit? <laughs> I spelled it like pit. <laughs> How many feet deep is the pit? <laughs> deep thoughts for two. <laughs> I'd say maybe five eleven. <laughs> what is the name? Oh, sorry. Six. What is? Is it my turn? Yeah. Six. What is the name of the girl that was murdered and found floating in the water? Seven. What color was Emma's dress when she got all dolled up for work? Eight. What is the boring professor's name? <laughs> so as you can see, some are easy, some are a little tougher. Yeah. Um, nine. What is the name of the sculpture Chick sold for $3,600? Ten, at the dinner scene in the episode Last Supper, who was the only one at the table that tucked a napkin in their collar? <laughs> That's kind of hard. Like, everyone gets at least one raffle ticket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Eleven. Out of these four things, a phone, a mysterious wooden box, a banker's lamp, and a miniature bronze buffalo, which was not on Bob's desk in the negotiation scene. So three of those were, one was not. Which one was not? Yep. <clears throat> Twelve. What excuse does Chip give for not wanting to do the gun run himself? He has a specific excuse. Mm -hmm. uh, Thirteen. How much cash did Bradley steal from her mom's house? Cash not... Cash plus jewelry. Right, just cash. Cash only. Fourteen, what kind of animal pelt is Chick's wife making a bedspread out of? <laughs> and number fifteen, how long did it take Bradley to get from Boston to Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to that podcast, you probably know. Because <laughs> I complained a lot. <laughs> Okay, now we have the two bonus questions. Um, bonus question number one. What is the name of Emily's Amish ghost who also makes frequent visits to Sue's house? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other bonus questions are, what are the names and breeds of Emily and Sue's dogs? 
So that could get so you. So that one could get you four raffle tickets. That right? could get you four because we will count if you know, like the name of Emily's dog, but you don't know the breed. You'll get a point for just knowing the name of her dog. Yep. Or vice versa, if you know the breed but don't know her dog's name. Um, with my dog, his breed, he's a mix of two. So I'm going to award you, if you know both, what he's a mix of, and you know both breeds, that gives you a full point. If you only know one, I'm going to give you half a point. What are you going to do with half a raffle ticket? They just get half a point. That might push them above someone who... Because, I mean, we don't have actual tickets. (laughs) These are virtual tickets. Oh, you mean how could we calculate it? Because mm-hmm. don't we like... Oh, that's right. I didn't think of that. I was going to say, did you want to make it like whoever gets the highest score? <laughs> no, we do it like Raffles. Oh, tickets. yeah, that's right. So never mind. You, I'll give you a full point if you know one or the other. I'll give you okay. two if you know both. How's that? Yeah, so that question could be worth five raffle tickets. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, we can't do half points in this. So, So, yeah. If you know one, but not the other, you get one point. If you know both, you get two. Sweet. So. So, yeah. Those are the trivia questions. And we will, you've got, like, over a month to answer these. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll announce the winners and the prizes when we do the season wrap-up. Oh, and you, you also get raffle tickets for iTunes reviews. Oh, right. So send us uh, if you... Less than one star, then we'll use our discretion if we want to give you a raffle ticket. Or not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're only going to count fours and fives. <laughs> so, so, yeah, if you have... Yeah, if you answer the questions and send us an email with the answers... Because that's the only way we can accept the answers is by email to the yesmotherpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that you also gave us an iTunes review because we may not know it was you if you've got like a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's hard for me to tell who's who's on Twitter, who emails, and who's on Facebook, who's the same person. Exactly. <laughs> it's all very confusing to me. Right. Some I know, some are, obvi- are obvious, and some are not. Right, right. Anyway. So, yep. Good times. Yep. So that's the contest. I'm guessing we're going to be two podcasts. Probably. But I'll um, I'll release them, release them in the same week, maybe three or four days apart. You won't have to wait a full week for the part two. But I, I don't know. Unless we talked, like, 45 minutes too much that I can cut out. I don't want to release a over three hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You'll probably find like a okay breaking point. Yeah. I think I'll do feedback and contest and then recap. Oh, yeah. Separate. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. That'll probably work perfect, actually. So. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. I'm super duper tired. 
Oh, I was gonna. I wanted to do what we've been watching. I didn't think it'd work out too well, but I've been watching so much because Rob's gone. I'm like, I'm gonna have so much when we finally do one. We need to do one. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> I'm not prepared because I've been watching a few things too. I just don't have them like written down yet. So. I watched True Detective, and I did not need to only watch one a day. <laughs> I was like, I could watch this all day, but I have crap to do. <laughs> Stupid crap. <laughs> nice. Well, cool. I'm excited to talk about that with you. So, yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll record the Buffy one soon. Yeah, I can probably do it in the next. Actually, I've got Tuesday off. Okay, I want to do it Tuesday. Probably. It is Cam's birthday, but he's probably working. We could do it. If we do it a day one, we can. We could probably do a day one anyway if it's his birthday. So. Right. Okay. Let's kind of okay. plan on that. All right. So. All right. Well. Uh, so yeah. We'll talk to you later. All, all right. right. Bye. <laughs> Leave the bright blue door on the whitewashed wall Leave the death ledger under city hall Leave the joyful air in that rubber ball today Just leave the lilac print on the linen sheet Leave the birds you killed at your father's feet let the sideways rain in the crooked street remain Leave the whimpering dog in his cold kennel Leave the dead star lit on her pedestal Leave the absent kids in their green fish bowls today Leave the side guitar in its hard shell case leave the worried look on your lover's face let the orange embers in the fireplace remain cause everything it must belong somewhere a train off in the distance bicycle chain to the stairs everything it must belong Somewhere I know that now That's why we're staying here Leave the oceans roar In that turquoise shell Leave the widower In his private hell Leave the liberty In that broken bell Today Leave the epic poem on its yellow page Leave the grey macaw in his covered cage Let the travelling band on the interstate remain Cause everything it must belong somewhere Soundstage in California Televisions in Times Square Yeah, everything it must belong Somewhere I know that now That's why I'm staying here I know that now
Crumbling school today. Leave the novelist in his daydream tomb. Leave the scientist in her Rubik's cube. Let the true genius in the padded room remain. Leave the horse's hair on the slanted bow. Leave the slot machines on the river boat. Leave the cauliflower in the casserole today. Just leave the hot, bright trash in the shopping malls. Leave the hawks of war in their capitals. Let the organs moan in the cathedral remain. It must belong somewhere They lock the devil in the basement Threw God up into the air Yeah, everything it must belong somewhere You know it's true, I wish you'd leave me here Now you know it's true, why don't you leave me Color. Doug and Doug and Ricky live in a gated community just off of Flamingo. It's the, it's right off of the Strip, mm-hmm. and uh, they live the row of houses they live in. You you can kind of see like a couple of the buildings from one of their windows, you know. Yeah. But um, 
their neighbor had the wedding at her house because uh-huh. she's got like she lives on the row of houses that's closest to the strip and she's got this really big outside patio deck thing and you just you walk out onto her patio and like boom there it is i mean you can see everything the luxor i mean everything it's just a beautiful view cool. so that was the backdrop of the ceremony was we had it out on that so I was standing like with my back to the strip and then Doug and Ricky were facing it. So it was kind of a cool Neat. cool setup. Yeah. But it's over. So I'm not nervous anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do like a traditional Yeah, kind of. I mean words I started and stuff, vowels and everything? Yeah, I started it kind of, I really personalized it. I kind of told the story of how they met and how Doug and I met. And and then went into the, you know, do you take this man to be your husband? Have and hold, that do you part, blah, blah, blah stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they did, they wanted to do a unity candle ceremony where there's like one big candle and then they each light a taper Mm -hmm. candle and then together with their taper candles, they light the middle, the unity candle. And I, there was a bunch of unity candle ceremonies online and I found one that I liked the best and used that. Cool. I think Megan did that. Yeah, it's cool. It just talks about how, you know, you, you're you each the taper. You don't lose yourselves in marriage. You're still individuals, but, you know, the can- the unity candle represents, you know, your life together. And I don't know. It was kind of cool. It was cool. They're going to um, – Ricky's brother recorded it. So the ceremony itself lasted – a little under 10 minutes, I guess. So they're going to post it on Facebook or some. Hmm. So if they do. I'd like to see it. You can see it. You can see me. <laughs> Marry a couple guys. It was fun. <laughs> there was <laughs> one of their neighbors that came is 101 years old. No way. <laughs> yeah. She, she and her her daughter lives with her and takes care. You know, her daughter's like sixty something. Uh-huh. But uh, and when it was all over and you know we were all kind of mingling and the daughter's like, "What did you think, mom?" And she's like, "I never thought I'd live to see two guys get married." <laughs> <laughs> She can check that off her bucket list. <laughs> exactly. That's what we were saying. <laughs> Doug and Ricky laughed so hard. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it was fun. That stupid fight. There was a lot of people from Utah. Yeah. And Doug's sister from California couldn't go. I mean, the only reason Cam and I could go is because Doug and Ricky have a guest room, huh. you know, so 
they were able to house us and then Jeff and Missy because they have a couch and a um, air mattress as well. I mean, they're it was really sad. The the Couldn't fight people got... go camping or something. <laughs> Is that even probably too hard to do? <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the fight got announced two days after they had their invitations printed, so they couldn't Good change. Grief. You know, I know they they were so mad. <laughs> I bet. This guy, from what I've heard, because I didn't know any of this until just a few days ago. I guess he's gone to jail like two times. He's been arrested like five times for domestic abuse and actually done time at least twice or something. I'm like, why is it so popular? Because people want to see him get beat up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cause when they were saying that this is like the fight of the century, I'm like, I've never even heard of either of these guys. I know me too. <laughs> and not that I follow boxing, but I don't mind boxing. I'm I'm usually kind of aware of who the big names are at the time. Right. Well, this I century never, sucks. Never. The fight of the century last century was like people knew who they were. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess people know these people too, but I not guess the so. Damon. I asked Cam. Cam had never heard of him either. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, seats were like three hundred thousand dollars for like front row seats. That's just stupid. Yeah, I heard a lot of talk how it's just the only people that could go were like the super wealthy and privileged. And it's like, that's stupid too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, luckily, we the only way we were really affected was just so many people couldn't end up going, you know? Right. Yeah. And we left yesterday morning at about 9, 9.30, and we didn't hit any traffic. So I guess everyone went back the other way to California. Because <laughs> yeah. I was worried. I was like, oh, man. Or in their private jets. Or in their private jets. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's going to take us like an hour just to get out of Vegas. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's good. Something. So, yep. All right. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah. 